0: I can't believe you said that <laughs> hello and greetings thank you for tuning in for another episode and new season of the in right standing podcast a podcast for the unique peculiar and chosen who want to live right and at the end of the day be in right standing with themselves and with others I'm your host, Jada Cofield. On today's episode, I want to ask you the question, are you too salty? Before we get started, let me say it feels good to be back in the chair and sharing with you. I know you have been enjoying our uploads. We have a team of people who do a great job at making things enjoyable professional and educational so hats off to the team and hats off to you for tuning in we are learning you and if you are enjoying our content let us know by subscribing commenting and sharing so more shows like ours can be promoted on this platform i was speaking with the producer and he had the most wonderful compliment about you as the audience He basically said, you are quality people who desire to have a standard in life and be in right standing. You're the ones who are going to make a difference in the world. We get all your feedback and I hear you, we hear you, and so does the Father. I also want you to know I do practice what I preach and we take time off to rest and be quiet. I don't always have to speak. And I want you to know that as the audience, as I think it is a fair exchange of expectations in our relationship and what to expect from this platform. I divert daily, withdraw weekly, measure monthly, and abandon annually. It keeps me sane. Lastly, I want to say in the next coming weeks and months, we as a nation and world are going to have to pace embrace therefore listening is imperative more than ever in this season again pace embrace today's episode was inspired by a teacher and workshop i attended three years ago and i hope you will appreciate the enlightenment we share with you today now are you too salty you are the salt of the earth but if the salt loses its saltiness how can it be made salty again It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. When we look at Jesus' words here, he presents a proclamation. You are the salt. A theory, but if the salt loses its saltiness. A question, how can it be made salty again? Then the answer, it is no longer good for anything. And finally, the action or steps to be taken except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. Christ knows pure salt cannot corrode. The table salt we buy in the store today and some of the salt corrupt merchants were selling back then did. However, salt in its purest form cannot corrode. Hence why Christ posed the question, but if salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? But if using the conjunction but if But, which means on one hand or the other, if means in case that you do or it does. Meaning, but on one hand, if salt were to lose its flavor, even though I know pure salt does not, but if, or in case that it did, we know it would be tasteless and be useless if it loses its saltiness. Are we together? He is posing a question and scenario that would give a logical response to what to do with a useless element. Why not to compare us to something much more attractive like a precious stone, a splendid animal, or stately tree, which we are referred to in different passages throughout the Bible, but salt? Maybe I really don't know enough about what salt is. To really understand the responsibility placed upon us to be salt in the secular language being salty means you're being rude hating or trying to rain on someone's parade and that is partially true the bible does refer to the fire with salt that shall rain upon the wicked but it doesn't say i'm the one throwing it why salt Well, if we look at salt and its attributes, I think we will find out why. Are you too salty? One of the first attributes salt offers is flavor and taste. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. In other words, do you add flavor and taste to life for others and the world? Or are you, as mentioned in the basic and boring podcast, dull and without life? Are you spicy? because according to the meaning of salt, you should be. The second attribute salt brings still looking at flavoring is for those of us who like to cook. Sometimes a dish just needs a dash of salt and then it's made perfect. At the end of this same chapter, Jesus ends the Beatitudes by saying, "'Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father, "'which is in heaven, is perfect.'" So as salt, you should, one, bring flavor, taste, and spice to life in others. Two, you should bring perfection. When you show up and when you are around, things should come together and be made perfect through you who is in Christ. Have you ever walked into a store and it was empty before you got there? Then all of a sudden there's a flood of people and the cashier or owner will say, we were just empty a few minutes ago. Or have you ever attended a meeting or class for the first time? And this group has been meeting before and the teacher looks at you and says, this has been our best class ever. Or how about a church or ministry? When you are there, the presence of God is strong and people can tell you make a difference when there. That is the glory And the glory is the full governance of God. And that is his perfect authority, salt. Another side of perfection, and there are many, is again mentioned in this chapter and how we should deal with and treat others. And if any man will sue thee at the law and take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also. And whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him two miles. UPS recently held a Zoom call for business owners and the speaker was Irvin Magic Johnson Jr., the retired NBA player and serial entrepreneur. We will leave the link to the webinar in the description below. It's worth checking out. While Magic Johnson was sharing with us, he kept saying over deliver, over deliver in your business. And after the Zoom, I pondered that statement to be honest because I asked God, why are we over delivering? To prove a point? Or because we think we must show we are equal? What is his basis for this statement? And if you ask, you will receive the answer. Then while I was preparing this podcast and reading this chapter in the scriptures I just read to you, I realized the instructions given and how to respond to enemies and misunderstandings is to over deliver. Give the coat and the cloak. Do not just go one mile, go two. Go above and beyond what is expected. Make things right. Make things right perfect add salt that is what salt does one we are adding spice to life two we make things perfect the third thing salt does is it preserves it is used to extend shelf life of foods and preserve meats from rotting too quickly do you offer preserving power when people encounter you when people meet you does your good news keep them from rotting going bad and staying pure We should preserve situations and help redeem people in their faults by sharing his grace and mercy. The fourth thing salt does is it purifies. It is used to cleanse and remove dirt and grime. Walking in purity brings refreshing oil and purity to others, which can keep them from falling. In John 17, the whole chapter is Christ praying for you as the salt and your effectiveness and results for those you bring to Christ. Jesus says, I pray for them which shall believe on God through you and I, that they all may be one as I with Christ and one with the Father who art in me, and that you also may be one in God, and the Father that the world may believe that God has sent me to the earth. Salt. As mentioned in the Becoming and Beautiful podcast, I state we are to be processed, purified, and preserved for great use. Okay, this salt thing is deep. So far, we're supposed to add life, taste, joy, and flavor to the world. Two, make things perfect, bring order. Three, we're supposed to preserve people and the world. Four, salt purifies. Five, salt makes you thirsty. If something is too salty, you can become dehydrated. From a spiritual perspective, you should cause people to thirst and hunger for the Lord once being with you. They should say, I want more of what he or she is having and not myself. Salt. People should desire to get to know him and have a relationship with him. The sixth thing salt does is it can destroy or corrode something if too much is applied or applied even in moderation. I will explain. Like mentioned in Jeremiah, see, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build up and to plant. We should have the ability to destroy that which is not right and should not be there. We can be the lion and the lamb when necessary. This applies when faced with evil, darkness, and wickedness. We have the authority to speak out, call it out, and destroy that which is wrong. The other destroying factor of when salt should be applied was used in the original Greek picture word for repentance repentance was drawn by depicting a house being burned down and the fields which you grew food in were to be salted True repentance then means I do not have a dwelling place for that lifestyle or behavior for me to return to and I can't even plant a seed of that deed or lifestyle anymore because the salt has destroyed that land for any further growth. It is known that if land has too much salt content, it is no longer good for growing and will destroy that which is there. Do you destroy that which is no longer good or beneficial? Do you destroy those things that do not bring glory to God? On the other hand, you also need to know when you apply yourself to situations, you can overdo it as a Christian and destroy a potential soul because you're not using wisdom. You're just applying salt Too much salt can ruin a person and make them despise the kingdom. The seventh thing salt can do is that salt from the Dead Sea has 21 mineral properties or benefits. The Dead Sea is a salt lake bordered by Jordan to the east and Israel and the West Bank to the west. It lies in the Jordan Rift Valley. It is considered the earth's lowest elevation on land and the deepest hypersaline salt lake in the world. It is called the Dead Sea because there is no life or fish. So the water is dense and with much salt. The value or 21 properties of the salt from the Dead Sea is one of the most valued and expensive salts in the world. Dead sea salt, which is the most sought out ingredient in just about every beauty product around the world, is valued but dead. The seventh thing you should be able to do as salt of the earth is be of extreme high value yet dead. You should be willing to serve and do the work of the ministry and not be concerned about what you are going to get out of it rather than what people should be able to get out of you. Because according to scripture and Christ's comparison, salt already has 21 properties and minerals to give it and you everything you need to succeed. Highly valued yet a servant to all mankind. In summary, if one does not have all these attributes, you not only have lost your flavor, Jesus says you would thenceforth be good for nothing, should be cast out and trodden underfoot by men. Wow. When you think of it like that, Christ was serious about how we should be as the salt of the earth. This is a part of the Great Commission. Are we worthy? Are we salty? Do all people need salt? Yes, salt is a necessity because it transports nutrients and oxygen through the human body, enabling muscles to move. Every adult's body contains about 250 grams of salt or three to four salt shakers worth. As the body loses salt through perspiration and in other ways, the salt supply must be replenished. So being the salt of the earth is not just a baseless comparison. We should, one, be adding flavor, joy, and the spice to life. Two, we should preserve people from rotting and dying with the good news. Three, we should make others hungry and thirst for Christ and want to desire a relationship with him. Four, make things perfect and to be right with him. Five, we should be pure and offering purification by the spreading of the gospel. We help purge darkness and despair. Six, we should be able to destroy that which does not bring forth life. And seven, we should be extremely valuable yet dead to ourselves. Are you too salty? Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the In Right Standing podcast. And remember, at the end of the day, I want you to be in right standing with yourself, with others, and most importantly, with Christ. Until next time, the Lord be with you. Bye!